Hello, welcome to a bonus episode of Legendary Ventures Podcast. I'm Paul, and I am joined with my wife, Mandy. Hello. And I just want to give some first impressions of Tears of the Kingdom. It's kind of become a norm that I bring Mandy in on. On all things. (laughs) Just to get a sort of non-Zelda fan's perspective. Yep. I guess you're the guest, so you tell me... What did you think? You played a little bit, 20, I played 30 minutes. a little, not a lot, because, you know, kids, it's my turn, Mom. When do I get a turn, right? Um, so I played just a little bit. The opening got a little frustrating for me, just because it was like, I'd start running through the cave, and then I'd be like, oh, stop. So I'll just got to say something. Isn't this so creepy? This darkness, it's making people sick, so let's walk through it. Yeah, it's very story-heavy opening, especially compared to Breath Breath of the the Wild, Wild. where you kind of just, like, woke up naked and ran around. (laughs) I mean, yeah, you got, you know, you got stopped by obstacles and Yeah, but there was a little less But there wasn't so much story. story. Breath of the Wild handled its story just kind of in dumps. You would get to a point, and then they would just Oh, yeah, that's right. A bunch on you, and then they would leave you alone. Usually at a shrine or something, and all of a sudden you'd be like... You'd hear Zelda's breathy voice. Link! Link! Yeah. Very breathy voice. You know, when you met the king, or when you met Impa, or when you found a memory. Yeah, there were... Oh, the memories, that's what it was. It's a very story there. Um, So, I, you know, that part felt just a little, like just want to get started. Like, just let me get started. But I kept, like, be like, okay, here's... Yeah, for me, I don't know. This was different. Like, I'm normally one that just kind of wants to get in. Mm -hmm. But you liked having that little story before. But I was kind of into it. I was, like, actually, like, Mm -hmm. walking with Zelda, which is not something I normally Oh, see, I was running ahead of Zelda, and that was probably my frustration, is that I would be like, run, 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 run. And then it'd be like, I can't go anywhere. Yeah, that's not something I normally do. Like, I would say 99% of the time, I don't actually do that. I run ahead and I do that, you know. But I was actually, like, I was just kind of into it, the atmosphere of it and walking with her. And very different from the way I normally play a video game. Not even just Zelda, just a video game in general. You know, uh, I get kind of bored... By kind of forced story moments like that a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And I did replay it uh, just to kind of get our <laughs> daughter past it. She started it and then decided she was done with it. But... Pretty quickly because she was bored of that part. She She's a little, I mean, she's five. So Zelda's she's a young. little much for her the most game's of the time. The going to be too complicated for her. But she wants to try it. And, you know, her sister tried it and... So I did try to rush through it, and, you know, it was a little, like, trying to rush through it. just kept getting stopped. And so I can see that. And, like, on a replay, that's not going to be as interesting because you know the story. But, like, my first time firing it up, I was was kind of into it. And I was actually, like, kind of playing along the way that they, I think, want you to. Yeah. Uh, And it's not something that I would normally do. Yeah. I only made it to the first shrine, so I only got that first... What's what's the power called? Ultra Hand. Ultra Hand. So far, like I thought it was going to be, it's a little glitchy for me. Like, not glitchy, but just a little fiddly. 
It can be a little fiddly. Well, it's a little fiddly trying to rotate it, you know, trying to get it the way you want it and, and all organized. Like, that can be a little a little fiddly, but, um, I mean, it's very, feels very Breath of the Wild. I mean, it's got that same kind of feel to it, very open world. I know, like, you're like, oh, where'd you find that camp stuff? <laughs> like, we found different things at different points and different, you know, and that was only within the first 20 minutes. Yeah. So, I mean, even with, because, you know, at the beginning, like on the, what was it called, the plateau in Breath of the Wild, it does kind of force you to, you know, follow those, you've got to learn these specific techniques and that way you can move on. And this does the same, but it, it felt a little more open worldy. Even than Breath of the Wild, maybe. Because the plateau seems small, but I feel like this feels even bigger. I don't know if that makes sense. It could be a bigger area. I think... Or maybe just the, the levels uh, and the... The Great Sky Island was what it's called. I think it is it is in some ways less directed, right? Like Breath of the Wild, you started out in that cave, and you got the Sheikah Slate, and you walked yeah. out, and like the camera... Zoom to show you the path with the old man, and it, with you also that was the way you had to go to activate the tower to get yeah. the shrines, etc., etc. This time, when you got out onto the island, mm-hmm. it didn't really direct you in that way. No, the camera moves to direct you. Um, no, you just had to kind of wander, and you kind of wander, and then you find the steward construct. The yeah, that tells you that, that it gives you. But there's Pura Pad, the replacement yeah. for the Sheikah Slate. And I didn't find that at first. You had to be like, oh, it's over there. Go, go find yeah. it. Yeah, so like <laughs> in that sense, it's it, it was a little less directed. Which in I don't know if it's good sense, or bad, because like I said, like I didn't find that at first. I was just like wandering around. I don't know. I'm also not very patient when it comes to reading sometimes the text and what they're saying. I, you know, like I said, we have a five and a seven-year-old who are sitting on top of me and climbing over my legs while we're watching this game. And so it's like, oh, what what did they say to do? I don't know. Keep walking around. Yeah. Climb some trees and find some bird's nests. I mean, in a way, that's the way you're supposed to play Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. Just wander around and poke at stuff. So, you know, in, in that sense, in that you weren't given a whole lot of direct pointers at that very start, I think it is a little less directed but then i think on the whole though i think it is more directed yeah pointed you to the the temple of time to go to first yeah i still didn't catch up on that (laughs) it marked marked it up on on your map yeah it did i just thought that was where i don't know i got confused and thought that's like oh that's going to be the ultimate goal eventually we have to get there to get zelda but i I don't know i'm not you know (laughs) But it directs you to go there, and from there you're directed to, to the, the shrine. first shrine. And, you know, it's the only shrine that you're pointed to at that time, and it's near to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you might be able to vary it up. I mean, Breath of the Wild did this too, where you, the first shrine they wanted you to go to was right close to you. This was a little further away yeah. than that. But... You know, they pointed you to this shrine, and then once you got out of that shrine, they pointed you to only two more shrines. Breath of the Wild was like, here's all three more. Mm-hmm. And 
So you complete those other two shrines, you go back to the Temple of Time, and then they say, oh, there's a fourth one, why don't you go here? And then they pointed you there. There. Which okay. you didn't get that no, far. No, I, I did understand. not get that far. Um, but that was a little more structured. And just kind of moving around the island, I think some of the obstacles you had to get by and get around directed you maybe a little more, maybe just made it less free-flowing, I guess, maybe then. I don't know. Um, I, I don't felt, know if you felt that know. way, but, you know, stuff like... There are points where you, you have to ride a rail in order to reach another location. Right? Yeah, I haven't gotten to that point. <laughs> put a hook onto a, a Yeah, I did the hook, but just within the and shrine. Ride the rail. Yeah. And maybe there's another way around. I don't know. It seemed to me like you had to ride a you rail. You have to eventually do that. And the, I mean, you could just attempt to jump off a cliff and hope to hit some water, but... <laughs> As you found out, that's easier said than done sometimes. <laughs> it, can be, it can be a little difficult. I feel like um, that's maybe a little tangential to what I'm talking to right now. Okay. But, you Sorry. know, <laughs> I did drive off stuff and try to move around, and I felt like it didn't steer as much as I thought it would. And, you know, it, some of that's probably, for me, bleed over from having mm-hmm. played Skyward Sword of past Zelda game. I felt like I had a little more control over where I moved in Skyward Sword, but I could be completely wrong about that, too, and I'm just yeah. misremembering. But, yeah, I missed I missed the water once, and, or twice, and smacked <laughs> into the ground. Smacked into the ground you, and Because you know, you've got to land in the water, otherwise you're going to die. Doesn't matter how shallow it is, and you can't hit a lily pad. You can't hit a lily pad. I did that. Yeah, and that still counts. But, like, some of the areas, the ice area, right? Mm-hmm. In Breath of the Wild, yeah, when you went into that first iris area, you had to have warm clothes or cook some spicy food yeah. to get you through. This time, I didn't find any warm clothes until after I was fairly through far through it. The shrine yeah. on the top of the ice area, and I don't know if that if people can find it earlier or not. I have no idea, but it, it did seem a little more restrictive, at least at first. They put sheets of ice on the walls so that you, you can't climb, climb them. You slip down okay. the sheets of ice which was not something that I can recall ever seeing. I don't remember sheets of ice. No, it was just rain um, on you, and then you'd be like, shoot, there yeah. we go. And so, you know, I, it took me a little more time to figure out my way up to the goal, whereas with Breath of the Wild, it was more or less just kind of run straight there. You maybe fought a couple... Bad guys yeah, in the in-between. Goblins, but yeah. it was okay. a little more straightforward. So I, I'm just thinking back on it and thinking back... On the opening video and all this stuff. So, the islands, those dropped down, right? From wherever the... What's that? Stuff fell down, the Zonai. Zonai. Because I was just realizing, like, you really don't... I mean, you've run into a couple bad guys. I mean, other than the soldiers that are there to kill trespassers. Like, that's all I've run into. And so, yeah. I mean, it would make sense if that's all that was on there, because it dropped down. Because, yeah, in that video with the castle, and castle was being, you know, had all the red, and, but you could see stuff coming down with that blue glowing light. So I'm assuming that those are all There's from There's stuff that definitely fell from the sky when the island showed up. They haven't really explained yet why the island showed up. Yeah. Um, 
or how or and I think know, it has something to do with the hand. It's something to do with Ganon breaking free and yeah, that hand. And Raros. Raru. Scooby Doo's uh best pal Raru. Exactly. So yeah, something to do with that. They have you know there's still I, a lot of There's been know. more story compared to Breath of the Wild, I feel like. Early but on. But it's it's still Developing. A lot of mystery and developing, and you know, you don't fully know mm-hmm. what's going on. I'm pretty sure there's some time travel shenanigans going on. Well, it makes sense. Um, it's aliens, obviously. <laughs> so, um, but I mean, so far, it's. I mean, if you enjoyed Breath of the Wild, you'll probably enjoy this one at this point, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it's been interesting. It's it's very Breath of the Wild like. I like the new powers. You haven't got to mess around with them all yet, but. Fuse, so you get to combine your weapons and yeah, I shields and stuff with yeah. fuse, which you know using that has been hasn't has been all right. You know, I've I've been using it a lot with my arrows, uh-huh. which you have to fuse something every single time you want to. You can't just like you do can't something make a, and the next time you draw have your bow, a bunch. Yeah, until it's, you it's run that out same of that one. item. Yeah, you're just fusing it every time. But it's it's been kind of to the point where yeah, I, I fuse one and use it and then I might want to switch to another or I might just you know yeah pull out my other weapon and use it at that point it's it's been pretty smooth so far I like so will they send. I'm assuming they will not be having like you know how there were the shock arrows and were there bomb arrows or there were different arrows yes. last time so they're getting rid of that in because you found like some kind of bomb Yes, bomb flowers. Flowers and different yeah, things. Yeah, so you're not going to find any elemental arrows, I don't think. Yeah. You know, you would, Breath of the Wild, you had standard, you had ice, fire, like the shock, ice, yeah. and bomb. This, yeah, they seem to be doing away with those elemental arrows, arrows and are instead just going to do it all through fusing. fusing. So I found fire fruits, which you can fuse with your arrows to get fire arrows. And yeah. I could fuse white chew jelly to yeah. get ice arrows and bomb flowers to get bomb arrows. Yeah. So, yeah, that seems to be their replacement instead of doing that. And you can fuse other stuff too, just to kind of add a little extra punch to your arrow, I guess. At least it seems. I yeah. did fuse like a piece of flint to an arrow at one point just, just to, to see. see it. And it didn't seem to do, like, a whole lot different. But yeah, but maybe it did a little more a damage. Little. Maybe then, it was a little stronger or something. Yeah, and the, the key swing, when you pick it up in the description, it says that it'll make your arrows fly farther if you fuse it. Okay. And then the key's eyes, which, we you know, we saw in the demonstration, mm-hmm. turn it into a homing arrow. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That'll be cool. Because I'm always real bad at aiming. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you saw me tonight. I'm like... I swing the sword, but that's about it. <laughs> can swing the sword. That's what I got. It's all you need sometimes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so But far, that was nice. The ascend's nice where you get to zip up your stuff. The yeah, recall's been nice. That. I've actually been using some of that. Recall's nice in that I can if get stuff back if I mess it up, which I did. Yeah. After going to the, reaching the surface, I went to a shrine that I saw as I was descending. Yeah. And it was a shrine where I had to take logs and use them in various ways in order to... Build a raft. And yeah, a, ascend up a uh, hill. Oh, that's right. And then ultimately build a raft to get across 
a lake that you would build. With a waterfall, yeah. Yeah. And get a treasure chest and then get to the end of the shrine. Yeah. And I got the treasure chest and I set my raft off and was going to hop on and I missed it. And so it was nice. So it was nice to just be able to call it back to me. And retry. And try that jump again. Yeah. And just some of the goofy stuff that you can do. I don't know that I'm doing the goofiest stuff. But you did say, like, at one point, you're like, oh, look, I've got all these things and I'm fusing them together. And it just looks a little, I think you said janky. Like, just looks a little, like, a little little funky, doofy. It was was that that raft again. Like, I, I shot myself a little off. And so I wasn't able yeah. to just to jump to the end, and I was in a waterfall, and the current probably would carry me away. So you're you trying to mess with the different. So I had to get my raft over to the land I wanted to get to. So you pulled a and piece so apart. So I pulled a piece <laughs> off, and I shoved it on, kind of funny, and then I adjusted one of the fans, and I set myself off, and it did what I wanted to. It turned me. Right to the land and right where I could walk off. So you've the raft got this wonky. But it looks very silly. Yeah, you got this wonky little raft. Yeah, and it, it, it made me laugh. And there was after doing the shrine up on the icy mountain, mm-hmm. you have to get down. And at first, I didn't put two and two together with what they were telling me. There are like little oh, gliders the wings and rails. And things, yeah, yeah, the wings that. You were gliders. trying to build And you can set them on a rail, and it slides off, and you can just jump on and fly and down. And glide I, around, yeah. I didn't notice that at first. And so I was constructing this crazy Looking. contraption where I was on. There are these floating blocks that just float. Yeah. And they don't, you know, they don't seem to be affected by gravity. And so I grabbed one of those, and I stuck a couple fans on it, and I stuck one of the gliders on it to kind of try to point it down <laughs> where I wanted to go. And I... You know, I went a little bit down, but not as far as I wanted to, so I was adjusting the fans, and, you know, I was getting closer and closer to where I wanted to be, and I was fairly close to some water. I thought I could maybe steer myself work, as yeah. I was skydiving to make it, and I, I couldn't. Like, I, I smacked the land and died, and <laughs> when I reloaded my save, that's when I figured out, oh, there's these little yeah. guys here that will just send the glider flying. And so I wrote it the way I think they intended it at that point. But I, I could, had I just waited for my battery to recharge and done another round, I could have taken that crazy contraption I built and got to the point yeah. where I could have done it that way. And it's, it's, you know, it's fun and interesting that I could do that. It was really dumb, but I could <laughs> it do was, it. It was the time-consuming method, but... Yeah. An ineffective method. <laughs> Pretty ineffective. But yeah, I mean, it gives you kind of, I guess it gives you more variety in ways of potentially accomplishing something because everybody's going to build their thing slightly different or, you know, not all of our rafts are going to look like the ones that they showed us in the, uh, <laughs> yeah. in their previews because we're just trying to figure out how to make it through. <laughs> build it a little different. But no, it's, it was, it's been good. Starting off, you know, I think there are some things that I, I like. There's little uh, quality of life improvements, like you can drop weapons now out of your yeah. quick select. Which, which is nice, instead of having it, to go into your inventory and... And drop, and then... 
Yeah, because I noticed that. even when and you were at a chest, you... you opened a chest and it popped up what you had of that, and you had too many to pick up the bow and arrow or whatever. So you were able to just pick one and drop it right there and still pick up that bow without having to go through the whole, like, click A and ba-da, it's a bow, and you don't have room. Like, it just... Yeah, and then having to go into your menu and then go to the right spot and find what yeah. you want and drop it. It was a much more involved process in Breath of the Wild that was kind of a friction point, and they've made it more or less frictionless. Which there you go. It's nice. I yeah. Like, you know, there's just some little things like that where it's just a little more user friendly. Yeah. I mean, so for me, it feels like a new game so far for me because you're in a whole new space, right? You're up on these cloud islands, but now you've hit the surface, and I know you came up uh, onto the stables. Does it feel more like Breath of the Wild once you get down there, just because it's like, oh, I've been here before, I've seen Beetle before, I've talked to this guy before. Like, I'm not... Or it still is pretty novel to you. It's still feeling pretty new. So, this particular stable, like, I can remember going there in Breath of the Wild, but it was not one that I frequented it. Oh, I was was Isn't that the Um, one by the wild horses and... I mean, the there's, horse there's, there's also some wild horses by the stable, right? There's, oh, okay. There were, I don't know. You know a, this is the one I always remembered. There were multiple stables in like. Breath of the Wild, and the ones that I tended to go to the most, Dueling Peaks, which this is the lakeside stable, yeah. which is nearer to Hyrule Castle. I would go to the Dueling Peaks, and there was one fairly close to the Great Plateau that I can't remember the name of, but had a guy... We sold arrows at a good price, and I would always go, go there, there. And I would go to the, the stable in Akala, because, you know, that's where the Terrytown quest mm-hmm. was, where you built that town. And so I would always go there as I was doing that. And those are kind of the main ones that I felt like that I frequented often. Yeah. I visited all the other ones, and I probably visited them more than once. But... but I didn't so it's not feeling super... So this one, I'm like, I, I can't remember if this is how it was before, or if it's different. I mean, there there's smoke billowing out of the mouth now, and no one acknowledged that at the stable, which I don't know why that is. Like, yeah. now you've got smoke shooting out of the, the thing. thing. <laughs> Maybe someone should mention something about it. But the people that I spoke to weren't just reiterating Breath of the Wild stuff. They it was were... new stuff. They were, you know, there was a guy reading a newspaper who was talking about new Tears of the Kingdom stuff. Oh no, the Rito have this crazy storm going on and it's super cold. You better be, you better get your really, warm, really prepared gear. if you're going to head that way. And okay. Oh, they're kind of hinting at maybe a side quest. Oh, they're looking for people to staff up the newspaper, okay. which maybe that be, turns into a side quest. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and there was another guy who was. Looking for someone, like, oh, hey, yeah, there are people that come by that with recipes, and I'm looking for them. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see them show up, but, you know, maybe that will happen. There was another guy yeah. saying that he's looking for the legendary sword, which I assume is the master sword. But maybe it's but a different sword. Maybe it's different, and he's not, I don't remember that. Yeah, um, so the quests even, feel different. Even the, the... the stable itself, the guy that runs it, 
you know, I went up there and you had to become a member just like Breath of the, Breath Wild. Of the Wild. But then they kind of wanted prompting like, oh, hey, do you know how to catch a horse or do you know how the stables work? And I was just saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, yeah. I'm familiar with that Breath of the Wild. And then he went, oh, wait, hey, I forgot to explain there's pony points. Oh, and what I are like, pony points? What are pony points? That, that wasn't something in yeah. Breath of the Wild. And it's just you do certain things at stables and you earn points. And then with enough points, they will give you something. So I got one pony point for coming to this stable. And they said, get two more and you'll get a harness that will allow you to pull carts. Oh, okay. Which Uh, we did see that in the preview. mm -hmm. Horses pulling machines and carts and things that you built. So it didn't feel entirely the same. Okay, that's good. The Beatles sit there, he's selling stuff, he does what he does. So that was the same. Okay. But it didn't recognize the lay of the land, like super, like, oh yeah, I absolutely know. This Where place. this is. It felt familiar, but I could also tell that there's some different there was stuff I could see in the distance. Well like I no I didn't see I that. I know before. that wasn't there before. I didn't see yeah. that before. And so okay. it's feeling different. Oh good. But who knows if that'll keep up. Keep up or not. Yeah. I mean it's a good start, but like I said, I mean I'm only twenty or thirty minutes in. You're probably an hour and a half, two hours in. Yeah. I've I've played a few hours. Yeah. You played a little bit longer. You got started last night, enjoyed the I do. New York midnight. <laughs> the benefit of being in the West Coast where you call the mountain time zone. Yeah. Where you I didn't have to actually stay up to midnight to start playing, which I wouldn't have been able to because You have I'm work getting, in the morning yeah, and got work and kids and So the fact that yeah, I was able to boot it up at ten o'clock and play a little bit before bed was well, that's kinda nice. Yeah. Get a little sneak peek for you. Yeah. So it'll be fun to play some more and see how it goes. Yeah. And maybe you will too. I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see what happens. Well, great. Well, uh, thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed this little bonus episode, just our first impressions. And, uh, you know, my plan is to just keep on going with the podcast how it is. It's current format. Yep, we're going to finish up Zelda 2 next week and then start A Link to the Past the week after that. And I'm just going to try to keep that schedule. But as I find stuff in Tears of the Kingdom I want to talk about, I might make a bonus episode. So subscribe and maybe you'll get something like that. And I hope you enjoy the past Zelda games too and you just want to listen to me ramble about it. <laughs> right, thanks for listening. Bye.